Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. That song, so it ministers to us every time, even though some of the oldest ones, older ones that remember when it was sung by Brother Tummins, it was just like I say, it's still there. I, today, uh, I'm just going to keep you long, but if you will, please promise not to pre-dismiss on me today, but uh, like I said, I'm just going to be just for a few minutes, but uh, that song verified what God laid on my heart. I was kind of battling what the, the, you know, God had spoke to me, and I, I've done it long enough to know that, it, that I felt God in that, but, but you know, sometimes still, you know, you wonder until you walk up here, and sometimes you always, through services, you're waiting for something to verify what God has got on your heart. Today I want to share a thought with you. If you want to turn with me, if you stand today and turn with me to Acts chapter 16, I'm going to read one short verse, in verse, verse 25, and it's a familiar story. As we all know, I mean, we've heard preached many times, but today I just want to share this thing, share a thought with you to get that God laid on my heart. Acts chapter 16 and verse 25 says, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Today, if you will, just if you'll join me in prayer today that God will anoint me for the next few minutes that I can speak this word to you. Lord, right now, Lord Jesus, touch me, Lord. Touch this vessel of clay, Lord. Anoint me, Lord Jesus, that I can share, Lord Jesus, the words that you've laid on my heart today, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus, for your presence, Lord Jesus. Touch this congregation, Lord Jesus. And the, Lord, let me spew this word to them today, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, let this word settle in their hearts today. Lord Jesus, touch us and anoint us today. In your precious name, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Today I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the short title. It's probably as short as the message. Just one word, Midnight. Today I want to talk about a time that's in all of our lives. And Brother Jerry just sang about, sung about it in one of the verses. We're going down a valley that's lonely. Sometimes that valley seems is real lonely in our life. Sometimes, you know, when we go through that time, we feel all alone. We feel like we're the only ones. But each one of us today, we're going to have to go through a time in our life that we call midnight. As we look into our life, we just want to see the times. We just want to see the times of good times. We want to see the mountaintops. That's what we want all to kind of look towards. And today you may be here today. You may be on that mountaintop. Or today you may be in a valley. Today you may be in a nighttime area of your life. But the reality is there in all of our lives. Our lives is from, is from highs to lows. In each one of our life. The roller coaster we call life, 
We have ups and we have downs. Some of these ups and downs we cause from our own decisions. Some of them are just, just life. Just things that we have in our life, we face. Today I want to talk about these times and some of the things that we maybe can do about them. Psalms 119-62 says, At midnight I, I will rise to give thanks. What we do at midnight in our times in our life is what matters how we make it through the night. Midnight is the darkest time of the night. Sometimes in our life, that's the most dreaded time of the night. We face storms, of physical storms, of you know, rainstorms and things. They're the worst at night. Everybody agree with me? They seem like they're the more intensified during the night. As, as a parent growing up, raising a child, I, the, seemed like the fevers were higher at night. Sometimes, sometimes when we're sick, our sickness is worse at night. So there's times in our life that and that goes into our spiritual life. Sometimes we have night times. It may be sun shining outside, but it's a night time in our life. The good thing is that at midnight, the night is half over. And with each minute after midnight, we draw closer and closer to the dawn of the new day. The question is, is we all have to face, is can we make it to the daybreak? Today we may be facing something in your life, and you may not be able to see, I can't see the, the light of day in, my life, in this situation. There may be a trial that you're facing, or there may be a trial your family's facing that you can't see the light of day at this point. There's times in my life that I've, I can remember time after time where I faced storms in my life that I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But, it, but there is a light today. But it matters what we do during the night. Jesus said, work while it's yet day. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit a little more just in just a few minutes. But he says, talk about work while it's still day. Sometimes we have to prepare for the storms. If you're, in, if you're not in a storm today, if you're on a mountaintop, or if you're, everything looks good, if you don't have a cloud in your sky, you might want to prepare. I don't want to be a bearer of bad news, but I want to be a, you might want to prepare for the storms that we face. Paul told Timothy to be a good soldier. And Timothy, Paul, you know, here we talk about the story of Paul, the story I read today. You know, we look at Paul's life. Here Paul was, Paul and Silas was, they, they're right before that we find them here in prison. I just want to back up just a few scriptures. We find them where there's a lady, a woman, Lydia, her whole family is saved. Then we find her, him casting out spirits. So we see him doing good things. Like, you know, here they were doing God's work. And things is going all good. But then we find them the scripture says, just first, just kind of tell what led up to the, before they became in prison. The Bible says, it says, and, they, and when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Here we find them naked, being beating, beaten, and then thrown into prison. And then they, the Bible says that they thrown them in, not into, just into prison but they shackled their feet. Here they are bound in the inner part of the prison. 
Sometimes that's just like our life. We find ourselves in life. Sometimes we find ourselves not just having a bad day. Sometimes we find ourselves like Paul and Silas. We find ourselves been beaten. I felt like we've been beaten, thrown away into the inner part of the prison. And on top of that, being bound, feeling bound by everything around us. But what the scripture that I read today gives us a, the prescription of what we need to do. We find them at midnight. We find Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. We want to just skip, a lot of times in this story, we want to skip to what happens next. We want to skip to the part about the earthquake and we want to hear about the conversion of the jailer and we want to hear about all that part of the thing. But I want to talk about the time that Paul and Silas spent in, in this prison that night. There was a dark time that night. There was a valley of loneliness. There was a valley of darkness that they fell in. The atmosphere of that prison that night, was it was dark because in the inner part of the prison, there was no light. So could you imagine sitting in the inner part of the prison, bound in utter darkness, been beating, beaten, open flesh wounds, and here they are, They'd have all opportunities to be discouraged. They'd have all opportunities just to give up. But, but what Paul and Silas did is they sang. They prayed and they sang. Today, we don't have to... <clears throat> what we do at that midnight, we, we, we will turn to God or we will turn on God. Today, if we're in that trial, I charge you, to turn to God when you face the midnight. If we don't stay filled up on the things of God in the midst of our trials, we will find our lamp going out. What we would do at midnight, if we cry, if the cry came tonight, would you be ready or would you have to get something in order for your life? Today I ask you the question, if midnight, the midnight cry came, has the blood been applied to your life? Has the spirit been received? Has the praise been offered? Isaiah 30 and 29 says, ye shall have a song as, as in the right and the gladness of heart. Do you ha- I ask you today, do you have a song for the night? Do you have a song to get you through that valley. First Thessalonians 5 and 2 says, For yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Today, I feel there's some people going through some trials. Trials I know about, trials I don't know about. But I know as I've lived long enough to know that everybody has a time in their life. They have a midnight time in their life. Today, is the day we have to do something about that. God is here today wanting someone to get ready for midnight. It it may look dark all around, but what we do when we allow God to enter our life, midnight does not have to be in the middle of the night. Sometimes the sun is shining all around when midnight comes to our life. 
Today he stands waiting for someone to turn to him. Today as midnight comes for each one of us, what we do is going to matter. Today, as I'm, as I'm closing today, you, as you stand, I said I was going to be just a few minutes today. I want to share this thought, but as I close today, I don't want you to dismiss though, because I believe God still wants to do something in someone's life. Today, if you're in a midnight time in your life, I think it matters what the next few minutes hold in your life. I think you can turn your life to God. I think you can walk towards the towards Him. Or you can be like some others and just turn on, on Him. Today, as they begin to play today, I want you to consider this thought. As I open the altars today, if you're going through something in your life today, Let's do what Paul did and let's pray. As I open the altars, if you need, if you need, if you're in a time in your life that you need God, let's allow Him to touch in our life. Let's let Him touch the situations. Today, if you're in a, on the mountain or if you don't feel like that you have anything in your life that you're facing, today is the day to prepare for that trial. The Bible says in Revelations 3 and 20 that behold, he stands at the door and knocks. And he says, if any man hear my voice, today his voice is going out. His voice is going out to somebody today. He says, if, if you will heed my voice, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he with me. Today, if you need God to touch your situation, if you need Him to touch in your life, heed that voice today. If you will, heed that voice today as we close this service today. Heed the voice of God is calling you. Because he's the one that can, can take control of your situation. Today as we close this service, I ask each one of us before we leave to consider yourself, if you take an altar where you're at today, and heed that voice that God is calling you. He's give you the strength. He's the one that will walk through the walk with you today. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806. Or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.